Hey, what's up? It's Dr. Josh. And I know you've heard me talk about Clinic Gym Connect, but the power of Clinic Gym Connect is really well demonstrated in following up with patients who already know, like, and trust you. So here's two users, Dr. Carson Ani from Capital Sports Medicine and his office manager, Mark, talking about how you can use Clinic Gym Connect to follow up with your very interested, very warm clients. It's always hard to bring in new people and it's just easier to talk with the people that already know, like, and trust you. And so once we figured out that Clinic Gym Connect was a software that can really help with that, I took Mark through all the trainings and said, have at it. I wanted to contact the most recent patients that have been in. Dr. Carson showed me Clinic Gym Connect. All it was, I would go to the patient list, run a report from our EHR, tag them as a 30, 60, 90 patient. They open our dialer, send them a custom text, sends their name automatically. If they respond, great. If not, shoot them a call and had a nice voicemail feature that I could just click. And it saved me for every 50 patients, which would normally take me a few hours. I could get that done in 45 minutes. It was a personal touch that they weren't used to. And it didn't take a lot of effort on our end at all. That's how easy it is. And you can see that the 30, 60, 90 campaign is super powerful. And get this, it's already in your account when you sign up for Clinic Gym Connect. So if you're interested in following up with those patients who know, like, and trust you, and you want to do it at intervals like 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days, check out clinicgymconnect.com. Are you a chiropractor or physical therapist that believes in exercise, wants to make some money, and wants to provide the absolute best care for your patients? Well, then you are in the right place. I'm Dr. Josh Satterley, and this is Clinic Gym Radio, where we talk about the Clinic Gym hybrid model, which is combining the best parts of healthcare with active care and fantastic exercise programs to get patients the best care they can while helping you make more money in this game. This is Clinic Gym Radio, and I'm Dr. Josh Satterley. I'm excited for you to be here. Hey, welcome to another episode of Clinic Gym Radio. I am your host, as always, Dr. Josh Satterley, and I'm super excited to be here with you all the way live today. You've just got me. There's no guest, but I wanted to record something that was kind of hitting my brain lately, and I wanted to talk about it. Uh, For those of you who are watching this via video, love to have you. Super excited for you to be here, and I hope you find this interesting as well. So let's begin. I want to talk today about how to use technology to save on payroll, right? And for me, this is very important because no matter who we consult with or we see all these clinic gyms across the nation or even just clinics before they have a gym or the gyms that I speak to in doing so, the number one cost above rent, above equipment, above everything is always payroll, 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 payroll. Now, it's great because payroll is exciting. The ability to pay, to hire somebody to do a job in your clinic is the very essence of the clinic gym hybrid. The whole idea we have is hire a trainer to do 80% of the work that a chiropractor or physical therapist can do, but at 50% of the cost. But that 50% of the cost equals out to payroll. So my hope is as you grow, your payroll increases, but there's a caveat there. I want to see your profits increase as well. A lot of people increase their payroll, increase their payroll, increase their payroll, and their profits either stay the same or go down. And that's not what I want for you. So the point of today's podcast and uh, discussion is talking about how to use technology to reduce payroll. Now, this is certainly possible in many ways, and I just want to talk about three that I think are very important today, all right? So 
how can you use, what are the three ways I think you can use payroll, or sorry, use technology to reduce payroll? Number one is by increasing the efficiency of the people you have working for you, okay? So what would increase the efficiency of people working for you? I think it's important to use technology and not just buy technology, but actually to understand it and use it to increase everybody's efficiency. So let me give you an example. Whoever your EHR is, and as you know, we prefer Jane. We recommend Jane. We love Jane. Love to see you uh, join up with Jane. If you do, then definitely mention my name. But Jane is probably the premier EHR in the clinic gym hybrid space. Allows you to do memberships, allows you to take notes, allows you to do a lot of things. But whether you use Jane or one of the competitors like Dr. Chrono or Cairo Spring or Cairo Touch, ugh. But uh, no matter what you use, the goal is understand it to the point where you can reduce the time it takes you to do normal things. So if you can use technology to, for example, if you could take half a day and rework the way that you bill insurance and make a more efficient model, you would have that you would reap benefit from that over long term. And that half a day you paid somebody to fix your your uh, billing software would pay dividends. So let me tell you a story. When I was first out of school, I worked at this office. And that office was the last place I saw, but they still did this, is every Thursday, they printed out all of their, uh, what are they, uh, 1,500 forms. And every single Thursday, all of the staff sat there for two hours folding and stuffing envelopes. I was a young chiropractor at the time, and even I was stuffing and stamping envelopes because they submitted via paper all of their insurance claims. So if you just, let's say you went to the office, just going to electronic submitting would reduce the amount of work and how much work, how many uh, hours, how many dollars were they paying in payroll to have every single employee spend two hours every Thursday to do non-revenue producing work, right? Now I know you're probably saying, hey, Josh, that was 15 years ago, man. Nobody submits paper. Very cool. But if I challenge you and said, hey, I'll give you $500 if you can find a way to reduce the time you spend submitting claims by 25%, do you think you could do that? Now, if you think you could do that, I encourage you, post up on the Facebook page, the Clinic Gym Hybrid discussion page about how you've reduced your workload in insurance billing by 25%. And if you do, I might send you a prize, all right? If there's multiple people who post up, I'll select one of them for a prize. But if you could reduce it by 25%, me giving you $500 is nothing compared to how much you'll, you'll, uh, you'll save on payroll, all right? So what else, what else is next? Let me go to the next one. So that's on the EHR or more on the clinic side, but how about the gym side? Number two, I would say it's important to have a software that helps you calculate how much you owe your coaches accurately. So it's always good to track your payroll throughout the month, but having an accurate way of tracking how much your coaches should be paid reduces the time you're spending. Let me tell you another story. So when I was first, I first had a clinic gym, we uh, had a really robust software called MindBody. I don't know if you've heard of MindBody, but in the world of gyms, it's one of the most prolific um, gym membership softwares. 
And when I say robust, it's got so many features that it is so hard to get going with. It's just super duper clunky. However, it can do a lot of amazing things. So anyways, early on, we could not figure out how to accurately pay our coaches. So for like three months, we would add up all the um, attendance numbers. We would double check manually who coached each class. And then we would take that and multiply it by the rate of each coach individually. And we had a spreadsheet that basically did this. And for three months, it probably took us, I'm going to say six to eight man hours to accurately know how much we should pay our coaches. And the crazy thing is at the time, we did not have that many freaking coaches and we didn't have that many classes. Hell, I was, coach, I was coaching six of the uh, main classes every week. And if I had been replaced by one or two coaches, I would have been amazed at how, many, how, how much longer this took us. But it took us six to eight hours to calculate how much each coach was owed. Then we'd enter that into, you know, send that over to ADT. Then they would get paid. It was absolutely horrendous. So if you are struggling with that or you're going to be struggling with that, it's very important to... When you're looking at software, where you look at Zen Planner, Pike 13, use Jane, the memberships there, no matter what it is, uh, even MindBody, the most important thing I think you can look at, or the two features are, number one, how easy is it for a customer to um, enroll in a class or, or reserve a spot? And number two is, how easy is it for you to pay your coaches and team? All right? So if I were to rank that... Uh, I will tell you this. We used Zen Planner for a while, and Zen Planner is great. It's so simple and so easy to use. I'd highly recommend that software, except for one feature. It was difficult to pay coaches with. All right? Now, some people, they may have solved that since I had it. We had it probably 2013, so nine years ago. Jesus. Wow. can't believe that. Anyways, nine years ago, uh, yeah, but uh, it was... It was good software, super simple, but it just didn't track it good. Then I moved over to what was called Front Desk HQ, which became Pike 13. Um, Pike 13 is a software. It's The name comes from the two streets that the office building's on in Seattle, Pike Street and 13th Street. So it's called Pike 13. Pike 13 did an amazing job. I mean, you could calculate payroll any which way you wanted. You could say, I'm paying commission on sales or... I'm doing a hybrid approach where they get a base rate for two people in the class, then a third person is seven more dollars uh, per class, and then a fourth person is another seven dollars per class. You could say uh, you just had all these options and it tracked it accurately. One thing, um, and and Pike 13 is great. It's just it's another software. One thing that I really love about Jane in their membership suite, their membership suite is not the absolute greatest membership software you've ever seen. It's good. It's good. It's not yet great, but I, uh, the team at Jane is constantly working on stuff, so I'm sure it'll get great soon. But one of the things that Jane has always done very well is calculate how much every employee is owed based on the work they've done. So it helps you accurately predict and track your payroll, and it does this even in the membership. So if you have somebody that's coaching class, you can pretty well track how much they're owed payroll-wise. And the reason this is, again, it's the biggest expense, so it's smart to look at your payroll numbers like halfway through the month and then you know, closer to the end of the month. So you can get an idea like, uh, are we going to be hit with a huge bill or the normally large bill? When, or, you know, how much money is going to come out of the bank at that time? It's good to track that. Jane does a pretty good job of tracking that. Um, so I would say that 
the balance of saving some money on not another software and the fact that it tracks your how much you owe your coach as well makes Jane a pretty good option. I think above Zen Planner, if I was running a big gym with a lot of members, I might still run something like Pike 13 or a more a robust gym software. But if you're just starting out and you have less than 50 members, I'd be hard-pressed to use anything but Jane. So I know you're thinking, man, this guy's a total Jane fanboy. Well, if you love it so much, why don't you marry it? All right, sorry. I just, uh, I, I, I think it's, it's hard in business to focus on the things that make you money. And sometimes software and all these systems distract us. So if you can go with one software, you know, anytime you have that opportunity, then do it, man. Absolutely do it. Just because then you only have one software to train your team on too. It's fantastic. So last way, you can use technology to uh, reduce payroll, I think, is this. And it is the biggest one. I, I really wanted to record this podcast because I had this experience today. And, I, and I'm having it for the last week. And I want to share that with you. So I'll, I'll start with this quote that my good friend Ryan Chapman, a dear mentor to me that unfortunately we lost last year, said to me, technology is not advantageous unless it solves a problem you already have. So a lot of times we buy technology thinking, oh, it's going to solve this problem. When I have a thousand customers, it's going to solve that problem. He's like, don't use it for that. Technology is not uh, useful unless it solves a problem you already have. So what do I mean by that? I will go with communication. You're going to hear me talk a lot more about patient communication, but here's the deal. If I asked you right now, what way do you communicate with most of the people in your life? Let's just take your friends, family, and people that you actually care about. What communication method do you use to communicate with them more often than anything else? I'll give you some options here. Do you write letters to them? Do you only call them on the phone? Do you show up in person? Do you send Facebook messages? Do you email them? Do you text with them? Do you send WhatsApp messages? I think, at least in my experience, the clear leader by a mile is everybody now communicates with those that they care about and love through text messaging. Text messaging. Yet, when you go to schedule with most medical offices, what methods are you typically restricted to? Number one, phone call. Number two, email. Maybe number three is schedule on a widget on their site. Rarely, if ever, do I see medical offices allowing for texting. Okay? So here's the experience I had this week. So about, I don't know what it was, two years ago now, I had, a, um, I had to go to the ER, and I, it was for abdominal pain. And while I was there, I got a CT scan of my abdomen. When they did the CT scan of the abdomen, they saw a suspicious nodule in my left lung, the lower lobe of my left lung, so left lower lobe, triple L, which is way better than a triple A, by the way. Anyways, um, a little medical humor there for you. <laughs> Gosh, I'm so good. Anyways, so I had this suspicious nodule in my lung. So <laughs> although I was in abdominal pain, uh, unfortunately, both of my parents have passed away from cancer. So suspicious, suspicious nodules uh, are worthy of investigation in my mind. So I had to go to a pulmonologist, and the pulmonologist ordered a CT scan. So I got it back, and uh, so far, 
it looks benign. It just looks like a conglomeration of connected tissue within the lobes of the lung, just an atypical presentation of it. So, anyways, every year I get a, I now have to get a CT scan just because the risk of neoplasm in my family is very high. So I have to get a, a CT scan. So recently I got a call from my pulmonologist saying, hey, it's that time of the year again. We'd like you to get a CT scan and then we'll see you. We'll set up an appointment for uh, two weeks from now. So I set up the appointment and I call the radiology location to set up an appointment. I wait on hold for seven minutes and then I, have, uh, I had to get back to work or treat a patient or something, so I hung up. Later that afternoon, I call back, and I'm on hold for five minutes, and I have to hang up because I got another patient. Then I'm on hold for 17 minutes the following day. 17 minutes. I am trying to pay this company money. Heck, I'm even a cash customer. I'm going to pay them cash out of my pocket for the CT scan because my deductible is so high. So I'm trying to give them money. I've attempted the third time to give them money and stayed on hold 17 minutes to attempt to write them a $500 check. And yet, well, that was like a, that was a really time-based, like an old-timey thing, write a check and stay on hold on a phone call. Like, this whole thing is about advancing technology, and I just sounded like a, a boomer. Jesus. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I was on, the, on hold for 17 minutes and ended up again having to hang up to get to my next patient. It's ridiculous. But why am I on hold on the phone? Because somebody's on the other line. They're trying to provide good service, I'm sure. So they're talking to the other patient that called before me. And they're scheduling that person. But let me ask you this. If that front desk person had, was able to text, how, much more, how many more patients could they schedule in the same hour per day? So if you're doing phone calls versus text, how many more can you handle? Well, I'm glad you asked because this research has already been done and it's found that a good front desk person can handle 12, sorry, uh, yeah, 12 to 18 conversations per hour at a medical office if they're on the phone. So 12 to 18. And just do the math. If every conversation is five minutes times 12, that's 60 minutes. That's the full hour, right? Some last shorter than that. Certainly some last longer than that. That gives it to you. When it comes to text messaging conversations, so not just sending out a single text, but conversing with somebody, they, a front desk person can handle 60 to 80 conversations. It's just way faster and more efficient. So the point of this is you should text. Now, I saw this in action. I actually experienced this in action, and I was blown freaking away. But what this does, and I'll tell you that story in a second with Delta Airlines, I want you to think about that office. Like, are there people calling you, like I was calling my radiologist, trying to give you money, trying to set up an appointment to pay you money, and they're giving up before they get to your person or they're calling back, and they're, they're doing everything they can as a customer to get a hold of you, and yet they're unable to schedule an appointment to um, be seen. That is, you don't even need to market for that. Those people are already calling you. They're already going through the steps. They're already doing everything to be your customer, and it's likely that a big chunk of those people already were your customer and just want to sign up for more of your services, right? So if that's the case, we want to make sure that we, <clears throat> excuse me, that we allow those people to, um, to get in as soon as possible. And if you can have text messaging at your front desk, that's definitely something 
you should do to decrease the payroll. Because instead of having three people covering the phones, for example, the three people can do the, one person can do the work of three if they're texting instead of calling, which is why we think texting is so important, which is why we have Clinic Gym Connect, because texting is so damn important. And it's really the way we communicate nowadays. So why aren't, why isn't your office doing it that way? So if you want more information about Clinic Gym Connect, just go to clinicgymconnect.com and check it out or hit me up uh, via email or Facebook message or whatever to set up a demo. Anyways, here's my experience with Delta Airlines. Uh, recently, I was at the Parker Orlando conference. I was speaking there. Big ups to my, my homies at Parker. They put on an incredible conference that Parker Orlando was top-notch, as, they, as everything is that Parker does. But I was really impressed with it. Great lineup of people. And uh, on my way out, there was some weather, as there often is in, in uh, Florida. But I had to fly all the way from Orlando, Florida, to Grants Pass, Oregon, to on, on Friday to teach an SFMA course on Saturday morning. So I didn't want to be late. And so I had a direct flight from Orlando to Salt Lake City on Delta Airlines. There were only two flights left there. And there was a little bit of, uh, I got to notice that my current flight was delayed. So I decided to call Delta and say, hey, I want to change to the earlier flight. I can just barely make it. I want to change to the earlier flight. But... Um, yeah, I want, I want to do that now. So I call and I'm put on hold. About a minute into the hold, an announcement comes on that said, hey, we're experiencing high call volume, but if you're interested in getting a text message regarding your reservation, an agent will help you immediately just press one on your phone now. So I don't know the technology, but I press one and immediately I get a text saying, hey, this is, uh, yeah, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, Joel from Delta Airlines. I'm ready to talk with you via text. You can hang up uh, on, on the phone call now. I was blown away. I was like, what? This is incredible. So I hang up the phone call, and Joel and I say, all right, I hung up. And Joel, Joel says, great. How can I help you? And I said, I want to change my flight. Uh, you know, here's my name, and here's my flight number. I want to go from this flight to this earlier one flying to Salt Lake City. And Joel says, okay, I just want to confirm. You're going to land in Salt Lake City, and then you have another flight to... Medford, Oregon. It's like, absolutely, that's correct. That's what I want to change to. So Joel went through, conf- sent over the confirmation details and said, if this is it, just reply yes, and I'll change it. But please look at it carefully uh, to be sure. So I look at the, it's everything that I want. I reply yes, make the changes. He says, all right, the changes are made. You should be getting a new boarding pass, blah, blah, blah. Is there anything else I can help with? And I said, no, this was amazing. I really appreciate it. The entire discussion via text lasted eight messages, and it lasted about two minutes. And this guy was super accurate. And with the flight times and everything, it was probably more accurate seeing it written than it would have been over the phone. So in my opinion, Delta's always had good customer service, but they're always swamped with phone calls. And this texting feature, texting back and forth, that guy, it was so much faster. And it was two minutes of his time totally accurate, got everything I wanted, and I was super happy. So it just really showed me like something I've done over the phone a bunch, which is reschedule flights, is so drastically improved by text messaging. So I think it's super important to do that. Now, if we're going to text message, I think the conversation with Joel lends itself to this thought. Two-way text messaging is way different than just sending announcements. All right, So doing two-way text messaging is way different. 
and way more uh, relationship building and trust building than just sending out announcements where people reply and it says, oh, this is unmonitored or you can't reply to this number. I hate that stuff. So it's really important. If, 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 if you can't do text messaging, you just can't afford it right now or whatever the case is, then I would highly recommend at least emailing people and allowing them to respond. Allow them to do things like reschedule appointments. So send out a confirmation uh, email and ask them, hey, if you need to change, just reply what day or time you'd like to come in and get them to commit to typing out emails. Even emails going back and forth are so much faster than phone calls. That way, the whole point of this was use technology to save money on payroll. So if all that two-way text messaging did in your office is just allow you to reduce... Well, okay, if, it, all of it, if all it did was allow every person who wants an appointment just to text you to request appointment and get taken care of rather than have to wait to call, how big of a deal would that make in your life? If all it did was allow you to reduce you know, your payroll by 50% at the front desk, how much would that save you in the long run? If all it did was confirm with every person coming into the gym for their first uh, kind of success strategy meeting, how much money would you make in the long term? And I think text messaging will allow you to do all those things at a higher rate and just provide a better customer experience as well. So get on the bad wagon, get to texting, and if you think, oh, you're full of crap, you don't need it, I challenge you to do this. I've issued this challenge and nobody's ever succeeded at it. If you don't think text messaging is that important, like not important enough to add to your practice, then just forego text messaging for one week. If your friends, you can talk to your friends via phone, you can email your mom, you can do whatever, but you can't text for a full week. See how that goes, and don't cop out and use uh, WhatsApp and like Instagram Messenger and all those things, because you're basically texting through a different platform. But if you don't think it's a big deal, try and forego text messaging for a week and see how you feel and see how different life is and how inefficient communication becomes. So with that, I will sign off, but once again... If you're interested, check out clinicgymconnect.com. We offer some communication strategies like that. We're going to start talking a lot more about communication and trust because it's the next kind of big project I want to work on. And if you have a great guest recommendation for me in an interview setup, please let me know. Send a message, Facebook message, email, whatever, or text me. That's totally cool. Um, If you're in my marketing funnel, you definitely got a text from me, but respond to that text and say, hey, here's who I'd like to hear you on with. Uh, Recently, I talked to, let's see, Brett Winchester. I've talked to Jeff Langmaid. Um, But there are so many smart people out there. Uh, I'm really excited to talk to them. So if you have a recommendation or you can make a personal connection, I certainly would appreciate it. With that, this is Dr. Josh Satterley saying, go out there, maximize your license and live the life you dream of. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks a lot for listening to Clinic Gym Radio. If you're looking for more information about me, about us, about our programs, then just head to clinicgymhybrid.com. Again, that's clinicgymhybrid.com. You can check us out there. Got our accelerator program and a few other programs that will help you get up and running as quickly as possible and making more money while providing excellent active therapy to your patients.